Welcome back to another episode of Days and Disturbed, where we take a look at two sides of an odd coin. On one hand, we have monsters, murderers, unsolved mystery, and stuff of the sort. On the other hand, we took a look at current events in the stoner world, things that can make one think, and whatever the fuck we feel like talking about. My name is Danny de los Monstros, and with me is a special guest, Danny motherfucking DeVito. It's Danny, me. say hello. It's my birthday today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. The first time was so much better. Yeah, dude, I don't give a shit. Do Ah, oh, lordy. Okay. Um. I mean, <laughs> you all right? <laughs> How do you not laugh? It's so hard. That's the whole point of showbiz, baby. Oh, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. I failed drama. Okay, one more time. One more time. What? No, we're gonna use this. Cut. We're gonna use this take. From the top. No, we're gonna use this take. <laughs> I can't. Here, smoke some of this. You'll I feel better. Thought, no, it'll make me giggle twice as hard. What That's the best. About? I guess I should start putting a timer on. Um, you haven't put a timer on? No. Cool. Okay, can we start from here? Can we just like... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'll, 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 I'll just mark it right now. Okay. I didn't mark it. <laughs> so, today we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to... I forgot to introduce you. What would you no, like to speak No, you did. You said I was standing to Vito. We'll just stick with that. <laughs> I said it's my 75th birthday today, which is true. Happy birthday, um, Danny. Which, uh, the funny thing is, uh, first of all, I can't believe that he's 75 years old. And Yeesh. second of all, he's a Danny DeVito Jr., um, which means that there's a Danny DeVito Sr. And I thought he was like the one and you only. You thought he was the one and only Danny DeVito, but there's two. And, um, you know, and then there's me. And my name is Nicole. I'm not Danny DeVito. Is that how you want to go by? I was. Yeah, I'm going to go by my, my birth-given name. Uh, Nicole means victory in Greek, if you care. Hey, that's, a, that's an interesting Still tidbit loser. of news. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. But today we are actually are going to talk about something near and dear to Nicole's heart, and it is going to be about body modification. Yeah, body modification and the history of it. Um, the cool you know, things about it. Cool things about it. Going back to you know Thailand and Africa to talk about neck elongation. Um Oh, we'll just jump into it, stuff. sweet. Yeah, we'll, we'll just jump right in. Let's, Screw it, why not? Uh, let's go. Um, you want to give, should you give me just a brief, brief history lesson about this? Yeah, so, um, I mean, body modification is a very general term, so I don't think that um, it's a super great, like, descriptor for this episode, but, um, yeah, uh, like I said, you can go back to Thailand, Africa, look at stuff like neck elongation, um, we'll talk a little bit about scarification today, how that started, um, stuff like foot binding, corsetting, um, stuff like that. And now, of course, we have more modern um, forms of body mods like tattoos and piercings and um, dermal implants. And, and they like can get freaking wonky. Yeah, they can get pretty weird. So we're going to... Why don't you give us, a, why don't you give us like, you know, you don't know the history of tattooing at all, huh? Um, no, I do know it. I don't have it in my notes here, so I'm not going to be, you know, the most educated about it, but... Um, you know, in, uh, lots of... No, yeah, look. Cultures. Oh, cultures. <laughs> no, is it... Wasn't there recently, like, a news article where they were showing, like, a mummy? That had tattoos? The, yeah, no, that had tattoos. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah, I have that in my notes here. So, the, uh, this is actually under my gauging, but, um, so there was a frozen mummy dating back to, um... 3,300 BCE. 
um, named Otzi the Iceman, who... That's um, <laughs> no, that's... I'm not even kidding. Stop. Otzi, wherever you I mean, are. It's Otzi. It has an umlaut over the O. It's Otzi? It's Otzi, according to an unknown <laughs> source. You'll see him next episode. Don't worry. This... Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. You're good, you're good. Bootsy the Iceman, um, who had tattoos and stretched ears. Um, so. Wait, they stretched, he stretched his ears too? Yeah, yeah, because we'll talk about gauging and stretching of ears, but, um, you know, it dates back literally, like, thousands of years. Um, wow. Tribes of Kenya started stretching their ears centuries ago, so, um... Yeah, but we, you know, we have our own modern forms of stuff like this, so. Well, what I was gonna say is that if your parents ever give you shit about getting a tattoo and it's not gonna look good when you're when you're older, look at Ootsie, the three thousand year old Iceman mummy. <laughs> he looks fucking great, but you can't even tell he's fucking three thousand years old. Yeah, he looks great, man. Just give him a little lotion, he'll be all right. He's fine. He's technically more than three thousand years old, I well, think. If that if that's how BCE works. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not. Nick is giving me stink eyes. I don't like. Oh, him. so Nick's here now. <laughs> Nick, why don't you come into this fucking shit? Bro, I can't. Okay. I hope your editor is really good at editing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's from um, 3300 BCE. Yeah, because you'd have to ca- it's because it goes back and then it goes to zero and then it goes to 2019. Well, who who deemed it the who deemed it to be AD or BC? The Christians. <laughs> That's why it's BCE now because it's not before Christ; it's before Common Era. Mm. I don't know what AD means. I'm just kidding, Christians. Don't don't fucking crucify me. What does AD mean? Anal domination, according to Nick. It's I know you can't hear anything because I'm because he's over there and we're barely picking you up. He's literally just talking about anal domination. He's not said anything of importance. All right. Well. What do you think of tattoos, for real? Uh, well, I hate them. <laughs> okay, that's a lie. She has, like, two... Six three, or eight? I don't know. Let's six see. Six tattoos? Two, or eight tattoos? Three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven tattoos. Um, nice. And, uh, yeah, I think they go get Scott and I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> they should get boycotted. Uh, yeah, but all my tattoos are very modern. I have all, um, like, full-color uh, I wouldn't say neo-traditional because that's not a good word for it, but full color. What does like, neo-traditional cartoon. mean for the people who don't get tattoos um, often? Uh, neo-traditional is just a, like an art style um, for tattoos that I really like that takes a lot from the traditional art style, like, you know, Sailor Jerry type of stuff. Um, but it's very, like, modern, sort of like art deco-esque. I don't really know if that's a good descriptor. No, 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 yeah, like, it makes sense. That's like my favorite style of tattoo, even though... I have one that could be considered neo-traditional, and the rest definitely not. I have like one, two. It's like yeah, the one on your thigh, or not your thigh. My thigh. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the one on my the dick. Sexy thigh tattoo that <laughs> you have. It's it's like a little little, little revolver around my my waist with a little. It's uh, like a Laura Croft tattoo. Like you have like her like thigh. The little thigh. Tattoo <laughs> both your dad, or both your thigh. So whenever my dad looks at me, he's like, "I'm such a I'm you're such, such a fucking disappointment." I'm like, "Thanks, such Dad." Disappointment. You're like, "Fuck you, Dad." I'm Laura Croft. <laughs> I cosplayers are every day. Um, um, yeah, no, I think the one on your calf could definitely be considered that, because it's very, like, oh, there's a dagger, and there's a banner, and, you know, like, that's very, that's traditional and neo-traditional. To say um, that again, it's a dagger? It's a sword, whatever. Mine's it's a the, ma- the sword, the only sword that ever matters, the master sword. 
From Legend of Zelda, everybody. From uh, Master Chief Halo. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, go ahead. You were going to say no, something. No, you just asked me how I feel about tattoos. I think tattoos are great. Um, if I want you them. Get the, I love if them. If you get the right ones, which I get doesn't make sense, because um, it's not my job to tell people what they should and shouldn't get tattooed. But, but if you do a, have a... You do if have you're a, a 30-year-old man who gets a tribal tattoo across your bicep, you're an asshole. Watch, like, the one listener <laughs> that we get on this thing. Oh, man. He's like, whoa. Oh, Nicole just uns- fucked me over, me. Unsubscribed. Unsubscribed? No, because stuff like that, people don't realize, like, and I don't, like I said, I don't have notes about this. I'm not going to be, like, fully educated on this, but, like, tribal tattoos like that legitimately come from cultures that those people don't understand. And so to get a tribal tattoo with a tattoo gun in a shitty tattoo shop is super insulting to these cultures that did these tattoos like by hand um, and they were given to people that truly deserved them you know that were considered warriors and stuff and you just got one because you're shitty gym no 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 they did they got them because (laughs) they were giant burly men yeah. And they're like, I wanted to continue the tradition of, tradition of being it's, a giant burly man. I think they're going man. out of style now, I think, honestly. They're very, like, 90s, 2000s. early 2000s. But, I mean, people, you know, they're permanent, so people that got them still fucking have them, so. They're, they look badass. Uh, no. I'm only That's saying that because one of my cousins has a tribal tattoo, so I'm like. Daniel, Danny DeVito's cousin. <laughs> it's fine, just call me Daniel. Daniel? Okay. You can call me whatever you want. You can call me Bertha if you want. Okay, great. Thanks, Bertha. <laughs> You're welcome, uh, Danny. <laughs> um... No, I was just yeah. gonna right, fuck me. I'll just go jump into nuclear reactor. No, it's cool. No, no. Um, also, something interesting that I thought I was reading, just kind of like a general um, uh, Bradley University article about just like the history of body modification. They went over a whole bunch of stuff and they listed henna um, as something that can be considered body modification, which I think is interesting because like body modification, I guess, doesn't necessarily need to be permanent mm. um, to be considered. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Because like technically, piercings aren't permanent. If you take your piercing out and it closes, then like that fucking sucks i guess but but mm, well you can say the same thing about like gauging because eventually it'll yeah if you if you don't go over a certain size and you take it out it'll close yeah um but yeah you know listed henna in southeast asia and middle and the middle east as like a a form of original body modification which was interesting um but yeah um you should have gotten water huh i have water um shit it's right here oh i didn't want to kick it out That sounds like I just took a bong hit. Yeah, um, she's doing it. Yeah, I didn't. I'm fully sober. <sighs> Why I did you? Way to ruin the fucking illusion, I you goddamn loser. Weed. I'm just kidding. You I don't. Sac- I live in uh, California, where weed is legal. So she um, lives in uh, a Saxon. I live Saxon. in Ballsack, Romento. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, uh, one Ballsack Lane from your dad. <laughs> Your dad. Yeah, I live on uh, number dad, one Genia. ball sack lane, unit number three thirty three. Um, because your dad, Jenga, that didn't work. <laughs> we <laughs> I'm just gonna... really should just scrap this whole thing. <laughs> no, dude, we're gonna continue uh, this. Okay. <clears throat> um. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to talk about something about tattoos. Like, let's get into something a little more brutal. Besides piercings and tattoos, because I mean, everybody in the fucking world can just go outside and see somebody with like either yeah, piercing like and piercing and tattoos. All of us have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I I looked up something that was kind of fucking brutal as hell. It's there's a project going on by it's a, there's three founders, it's three tattoo artists. It's called the Brutal Black Tattoo Project. Hmm. But and Vice art Vice did an article about these guys and there is a famous tattoo artist. I'll tell you afterwards why I looked her up. Cuz she was fucking hot, dude. 
I'll show you. I'll show you. I have a picture. I have pictures. But look at this. this does he look like Utu? Like, like so. Did you say he looks like you two? No, Utu. The the he, Itu or whatever the fuck is the, the his name is. He looks like E.T. <laughs> E.T. photo. The, I feel bad for the dude. He I got his freaking Utsi. eyelids tattoo. Utsi, Utsi. Utsi, yeah, yeah. People get. I have plenty of people get their eyelids tattoos. It's super common for like rap artists and metal artists to get their face and eyes tattooed. Um, but get this what this whole product's about is it's not about the aesthetic it's about the pain mm. that these people would feel mm -hmm. so you go in only in one round and there's i think two or one tattoo artist who just goes for it with like a, a, a shading tattoo gun That's the shading cool. gun is like the the tat if you if you ever want to know it's the three needle tattoo gun where they just uh, scrape like color on, on mm -hmm. your skin mm -hmm. versus doing like the line one, which is like the one needle one. Mm -hmm. So these guys are just going in with as much, uh, as much tattoo black ink as they can mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all over a person's body. Nice. It can be from the nipples, the genitalia to like the, the fucking face, the eyelids. Mm -hmm. I think this guy got his, his eyelids like in, in this, in this thing, but look how much there's a guy laying down on a, uh, tattoo artist's bed i don't know what to call it like a tattoo yeah, like artist a chair they call it like a table, yeah, like a table. Yeah, yeah 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 and his face looks like he he's definitely he, grimacing and he's fully covered so you know that he's like they tattooed on top of his yeah, nipple his nipples are completely darkened and this um, guy looked like i'll show you this picture again he looked like he came out of shit man yeah. he was like ah where the hell am i yeah he definitely looks like he's been um, but I mean, uh, the, 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 there's a style of tattoo that are, I think they're just called blackout tattoos that are coming totally in style right now that are just literally getting a full sleeve, either arm or leg sleeve, that's just completely black. No, no, no. It's completely but, colored in. But the tattoo artist would be like, if you need to take a break, I'll give you a break. Oh, of course. But if that's in this project, if you're like, I, stop, they're like, okay, whatever you got on your body is what you got. And it looks like... like if I had like a like a baby brother getting a like a black crayon and just marking all over the walls, like just yeah. going for it, and that's what these artists are about. I actually have a uh, a quote from one of the um from one of the founders. Mm. His name is Philip. Oh God, he's got a really fucking weird Philip last name. Three crazy crazy. That's what Philip I Three Crazy. If you're out there. Uh, if, you, it, if we're out there and we mispronounce your name, um, fucking. You have a number three in your fucking me, last name. Dude. Yeah, uh, you got a fucking <clears throat> number in your name, you fake ass. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, in this in this quote, he says, "In my everyday tattoo work, it's I'm still brutal, rough, and hard. Wow. <laughs> and nice. I feel, and I feel <laughs> huge skin in the in the shortest time, but I pay more attention to the customer on it and his and to his body. In this project." There's no, uh, there's no compassion, no scruples, no sense of empathy. It's with a uh, little strange to behave like. It's a little strange to behave like that. I can't read today, dude. I'm, I'm starting to feel it. That's okay. But it's. You want to read the rest? But it's fucking sick to kill these people during the session. Wow, can't believe he's out here literally killing people. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he admitted to it. Seeing the pain in their eyes, the shaking from their bodies, and the mess, it makes me proud that I'm reaching goals together with my clients. It doesn't mean a full sleeve. Um, or big piece. It just means to break one's uh, one's own will and to go to its outermost. When, when you, you have, have problems, problems walking, walking after, after the session, session, you have it done right. 
You know, you, let's, let's do it. You this have done it right. Pain is perishable Oops. and pride remains eternal. Okay, I have a lot of problems with this fucking guy. He sounds like a fucking psychopath. I, no, no, that's why I got this, I, I, I got this quote because I'm he like, literally he's like, we like reached climax together. He literally is saying it's fucking, this is a quote, but it's fucking sick to kill these people seeing the pain in their eyes. But I do it anyway. It makes me proud. And I'm like, okay, I get it, bro. But like, being a tattoo artist, I think for 99% of people that are tattoo artists is about making the art. And the reason that people pursue that career is because they want their art to remain on a person's body literally forever. I don't think that they pursue that career because they're like, oh yeah, I can't wait to fucking make somebody cry. I can't wait to make you my little bitch. Yeah, seriously, bro. Like, <clears throat> you want to see this picture again? Job and fucking... Look at this guy, dude. He came out of the shit. He literally is oh, suffering. Did he get his... Oh, he got his lip tattooed as well. They were just going for it. I just don't understand this too, because someone, and I mean, I don't want to shit on people's stuff, but as someone who who has tattoos that I consider like visually appealing, I can't imagine just going somewhere and letting somebody scribble all over my body and being in so much pain and then realizing that I didn't get anything out of it because tattoos fucking hurt. Like people, people who tell you that tattoos don't hurt are fucking liars they or they're artists like totally like. Anesthetize no. their legs. Like it fucking hurts, and it hurts when it's healing. And so it's not worth it for me to get something that I'm just like, wow, I look like I was scribbled on with a fucking pen. Like, wait, wait, let me, let me, let me, let me stop. Art. Let me stop you. There are no matter what. Yeah, it's painful because you're you're actively going out and letting someone color you with a needle. Mm-hmm. On certain parts of your body, it doesn't hurt as bad as sure. it does on like yeah. another part. Like, I agree. If you get your the inner and your inner arm oh, yeah, like closest shit. to your armpit it's gonna it you'll you'll feel it you'll probably have like little gangsters here coming out of your eye and stuff like that but i got my my uh my forearm tattooed and it didn't hurt yeah, as bad as i thought my first tattoo i also Me forgot too. that i have a shoulder tattoo now that you're saying that so i technically have eight tattoos but the one on my shoulder like didn't hurt at all it didn't hurt what it was healing because there's a lot of meat getting it yeah it wasn't it was in a good spot and it's pretty small it's like probably the size of my fist but the one I got, I got my calf tattoo. Yeah. I got it redone. Yeah. I got it done the first time, and then I got it redone, which hurts like twice as fucking bad. That shit hurt. And then when I got my thigh, because I have two thigh pieces, and the one on my right thigh, I did the black outline for, and then I did one session of color, and then I went back for a second session of color, and then I had a second artist do like a third color session where he like filled in a part that I wasn't real super happy with. And like, I was, I was literally in tears. I don't know. I don't remember if Nick was there with me or someone was, but I was in fucking tears with like a baseball cap over my face. So you couldn't see me crying like, when, he was, when he was, cause I have a really low pain tolerance, but like when he was coloring in my thigh for the second time, I was like, fuck this hurts. It fucking hurts. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's I have, what I mean. It, it's worth it because if you get a piece of art that you really genuinely appreciate it looks and it looks beautiful. badass, then, you know, it's worth it. But for me to sit through fucking pain like that for hours just to end up with a bunch of black scribbles on me that don't mean anything, it well, just means that I'm like a, sat- a fucking masochist sadist? No. If I remember the, the 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 next person I'm going to bring up is had this project done on them, and I think it's she's a friend of mm. one of the um, the founders, and their name is uh, Mi- uh, Mikila Botten. Michaela Botten, I would, how is that how I pronounce that? Michaela Botten. So, if I remember correctly, I think she was doing an interview, and I think I saw it on uh, the YouTube channel Inked, and she was saying that the project is free to you, and it's a way of expression still. Sure. And she has, she had the procedure, I saw a picture before and after the procedure, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to be like a mom, and but but I was like, why would you get that tattoo, honey? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to show you a picture of her because she did go through this. And I don't want to be rude to her, but I'm pretty sure she's a nice lady. But oh my God, there's a tat. One of the scribbles mm-hmm. is a perfect grid. You could play tic-tac-toe on this girl's face. Oh, jeez. And if I saw her at a party I'd be, and I got super drunk, I'm like, hey. Can I play a game with you? Oh, no. <laughs> like, w- not to be like that weird guy who's like, what game? Like, no, no, tic tac toe. I mean, I get it, because, like, there are definitely, like, uh, like, not, for lack of a better example, there are people that do, um, God, I can't think of the term right now, but where they, like, hook, they hook themselves, they'll literally put oh, their body and they'll yeah. be like, suspended. It's flesh hooking. So, yeah, I don't know what it's called. But you're suspended, and it's incredibly oh, human painful. suspension, that's what human, it's called. Yeah, yeah. It's incredibly painful. And no, in some my people eyes, I'm like, wow, yo, like, I can't imagine ever doing that. But people who have it done to them, people who do it, say it, like, literally changes their life. Like, they're able to, like, reach this new, like, fucking place in their, you know, mind. They're able to meditate or whatever and just work through the pain and do this and that. And I'm like, maybe that's why, you know, there's a reason that people have this done. It's probably not because they want to be covered in a bunch of black ink, but because... They're looking for something like that where they're like, you know what, I'm going to put my body to the test. I'm going to fucking do this and I'm going to, you know, be a different person when I come out of it. And I get that. But at least with like the human suspension thing, it's not permanent. You know, you'll have scars from it, but you're not going to be covered fucking all over your body with black lines. If you think that's going to be life changing, dude, just do some acid and you'll be all right. No, I think it's different, though, because I, I follow a couple, like, artists on Instagram and stuff um, who do stuff like that, where, like, I, I, there's this one that I care, I think her name's Gina Harrison, she's amazing, but she does stuff like that, like, she'll do, like, sort of art exhibits of herself where she'll, like, cut herself, and um, she'll cover herself in mud, and she'll be fully nude, and, and in front of an audience and stuff, and she talks about how it just totally changes her life, you know, like, she's she's vulnerable, and she's feeling pain, and, you know, she's she's stronger than she was, and I'm like, I can definitely admire that you know like there's there's something interesting about that but i'm not someone who wants to have that experience but i'm not i'm also you're not gonna shame i'm not trying to shit on these people for you know going through this i understand that art's different for everybody but i would rather have a scooby-doo tattoo on my calf um, that got fucked up the first time i saw it and it it looked you're i don't know if the audience will ever know this but ever seen ed and eddie and like there's that episode where they just take Jimmy's outline out of him, and then it's just like there's no outline. Just J- Jimmy just kind of melts. Your Scooby Doo tattoo kind of looked no, like that at first, and I'm like, fine. oh. The outline was fine. The color wasn't done very well, but I got it done, redone, and it looks great now. So it does. It Thanks does. Uh, to Rich over at Delta Tattoo in Pittsburgh, California. You're my fucking man. Woo! Um, go Rich. Awesome. Everybody, if, if you live out here, go give him a fucking hug. He's awesome. Yeah. Um. Hey, I got something. Let's talk about dermals. Oh, I oh. have a whole bunch of stuff about Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I have a picture just to show you real quick. Ooh, I love it. Let me see. Hold on, let me if I can. Uh, just keep going. I'll okay, tell you I found a picture. Um, ah, go. never mind. I found a picture. He fucking tattooed the center of his Ooh, nose. Ooh, that looks photoshopped. That looks, no, no, because this, 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 he, guy, this he, guy, there's, an, there's another guy who attached. and did whatever. Yeah, so he, this guy gauged. This, it looks like he gauged the center of his uh, his nose so you can see the actual cart, cartilage. This is the cartilage? yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see the cartilage of where the On bone the would... Of his nose. Yeah. And it's... That's stressful. Oh, wait. No, no. Keep going. Oh, yeah. See? Um, Does this look tight? I've seen that before. I've seen people who gauge the side of their cheek where you can literally see inside their mouth. I kind of like that. Really? I kind of follow this cute guy on Instagram that has those. Um, and he also has one, like, under his... This is awkward if he ever listens to this. Um, who has one underneath his this bottom guy? lip. No. <laughs> that guy has a pacifier 
mouth. As a pacifier? Uh, no, I don't know. It just looks like one. No, no, no. That's not a pacifier. That's his his upper lip is gauged. So, and it's a ga- this, this He's thing also is- a white person with dreads, so I'm just going to... Don't be racist. I'm, what if it's like the one... That's not ra- It's racist <laughs> that he's a white person with dreads, All right. bro. What if, it's, what if the one guy that listens to us... <laughs> he's has, like- shaking his head at me. He's like, <laughs> cut. <laughs> not this fucking guy, bro. You have to see the picture to understand. Okay. Well, this is not racist. It, oh god, Nick's got a hot take weird. saying that white people with dreads is not racist. It is uh, racist. It is racist. Okay. This guy has a I three, in, or a, probably like a one inch gauge on the top of his, your upper lip is not one inch, trust me. So, this guy is stretching the shit out of that, and he's also got a gigantic, I don't know, plate in his mouth? And it, no, he, he, he's a white guy with dreads, so. Yeah, so that's where we're going to end that conversation. Um, <laughs> no, but gauges, where, you, go ahead and gauges. You're, you're going to go ahead. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm just going to, oh, we're talking about gauges? I thought you started talking about implants. I got some information about subdermal silicone implants. Give it a second. Let's go with dermals, because um, you had the, the stuff about that. Well, yeah, that's a dermals. Okay. <clears throat> well, that, that's what this is. These are dermals. So, anyways, okay, here. So, uh, I'll just start with some history that I found about implants and stuff. So, in 1994, there was a gentleman named Steve Howarth um, who worked at a shop called HTC Body Piercing. Um, and he had a woman request um, that she have, I think it was a, a tattoo of a bracelet around her wrist. And he's like, well, I can do something better. Like, why not give you beads? underneath your skin to give you the impression of having a bracelet um and so that's where apparently where like these sort of subdermal implants started um and so i mean i think for the most part when we talk about stuff like this everybody thinks of like oh people that have like horns or bumps on their head or like the back of their hands and stuff there's so many different locations on your body that they can be placed it doesn't just have to be the face um so people get like heart-shaped implants you know like on parts of their body or they'll get horns like i mentioned or some people will get like cheekbone implants so they have like totally like sharp alien cheekbones that's badass um yeah and they're uh, would you give them a hug what would you give the the the, no. the alien man a hug no why don't like him okay. <laughs> you know him personally yes cool he's an asshole he's a white person with dreads um, <laughs> <laughs> um okay so and how this how this works right because you always see people with shit like that and you're like how did that happen yeah and for the most part it's an incision that's made down to the subcutaneous layer of skin um which is called the subcutis um, Very original. called a dermal elevator separates the subcutis and the um, fascia from um, this, you know, they separate from each other. And it creates this pocket, um, and then the implant is inserted. So these are usually like silicone implants. Or, um, or, tef- Teflon, surgical steel. No, 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 I'll, I'll show you this in a second. Teflon, silicone, surgical steel, or titanium. And I can't in imagine long, having and, a metal one. That would be fucking weird. And get this. In ancient, ancient times, I think it was, it, I don't know if it was a create, it was created by this guy or it was created by this specific thing I'm going to talk about next. I'll go back on that. Uh, some people put pearls in the, in their skin and, um, it good for these people, but Jesus Christ, that looks 
It's scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm also. I also just want to like start with like. I, sh- I guess I should have started with this disclaimer, but like this is this episode is not to like shit on people who like decide to pursue certain types Mm-mm. of body modification because like you are the of champions. All people, I'm like yo, like go ahead, be yourself, do what you fucking want to, dye your hair, get tattooed, get pierced, get some fucking weird ass body mod shit going. Look like a but cat. But it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna fucking talk about it because it's weird. It is weird. It is weird to see somebody that has alien cheekbone implants or. The person who transformed himself into a cat. Uh, yeah, that woman that made herself like, and I love cats, bro. I got a fucking cat right here. I love him. But yeah, it gives herself those kind of weird little cat. She gave, put implants into her lips and then separated or removed some of the 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 middle of the lip and then put cheek uh like. She she got molded special silicone um cheek implants mm-hmm. and pushed her cheek up. She got like a face tuck. I, I was looking into uh, I was looking into uh, a little bit into um into that person, but holy shit, they did a good job by looking at cat. They they're a tiger now. They yes. got the the tiger thing on them, but you were talking about the dermal uh, the dermal piercings. Mm-hmm. Well, I have some information about those too. I'm gonna go real quick into something. It's called purling, or in Japan, it's known as yakuza be- beating. Mm. Do you want to see what Bowser's dick looks like? Oh yeah. So Fuck yeah. Just take everything <laughs> you heard about dermal uh, dermal piercings and put it on the shaft and, of your and, penis. And throw it into your balls, bro, because... Woo! Wow. Because, so, I don't... Oh, wait, I have the history of why it's called... Uh, it's... I suppose the Yakuza do this in order for, for you to be... It's order, in order for you to almost be initiated. Or the saying, like, how true are you to, your, to this crime, uh, crime family? Crime family? Yeah, they're a crime family at this point. But, um, these guys have, these are pearls mm-hmm. as dermals in the shaft of their penis. It's supposed to make se- uh, sexual pleasure fantastic uh, during va- vaginal or in- anal interse- in- nice. intercourse. So, ladies out there, if you're looking for, like, an Asian man, get something from the Yakuza, because, woo! Yikes. Um, <laughs> so, Keep going actually, on that. I want to comment on this, and I this is going to be a hot take, and I apologize because my best friend and my boyfriend are sitting in the room. But I did at one point date friend. and have sex with someone that had a dick piercing, and it's not comfortable. It doesn't, like... Ouch. It's not, like, oh, this is extra pleasurable. It's, like, there's a fucking ring around your penis that literally goes inside of me. It feels like shit. Watch the um, one guy who listens to us. As a, as a, <laughs> the one guy who's a white person with dreads <laughs> has, has a dick piercing and dreadful tattoos. He's like, yes. wow, this podcast blows. <laughs> He's like a big burly man too. Like, man, I just no, made a think, shit ton of life decisions that are just terrible. I think genital piercings are really fun. Like, I, I there's something about it that I'm like, oh, that's like so interesting. Like, um, I don't know, especially like for women, because I think for women who get like their clit or like labia pierced, I think it probably could definitely enhance pleasure. But you couldn't pay me a million dollars to pierce my clit, dude. It would fucking hurt. I heard um, it's supposed to make the like the the clit more pleasurable. Like it's supposed to yeah, like intensify yeah. everything. Yeah, but obviously, because you have a fucking piece yeah, of you have a metal big fucking piece hanging from. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, the, can we jump? Okay, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit just because I was I was doing some research Good. about um, tongue splitting, which we'll get to later. But 
in my research for that, Wikipedia recommended me um, an article about something called a meat onomy, which I literally, I, I have to just show you a picture. And I know this is like audio media, so it's not ideal. I'll describe it. I'll describe it. But I'll just read. Can I just read it? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll modify ahead. it a little bit so we don't get sued. But it's a type of penile modification. I like um, how you add gusto to penile. Penile. Um, say it again. In which the, penile. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Say, the, say the whole article. A meatonomy, which I'm a, a meatonomy, which I like. You think that would word would be meat up because it has the word meat in it, or made up because it has the word meat in it, but it's not. Um, in a form of penile modification, the underside of the glands is split. Um, and here's here's what it says. So the doctor will generally crush the ventral meatus. Don't know what that is. Meatus. <laughs> it says that. You'll crush ventral the meatus of your penis. M e a t u s. Urethra, urethra and upper frenulum for 60 seconds with a straight <coughs> Kelly hemostat and then divide the crush line with fine tipped scissors. Oh my god, what? Um, I'm just going to show you a picture. Okay. <gasps> a meatonomy. Oh. If you guys are, are listening to this, which God knows if anybody ever will because this is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but, but go on to wikipedia.org, God bless Wikipedia, and look up a meatonomy. Which is M E A T O T O M Y, um, and look at the picture. And it literally it, it looks, looks like a like flower. Elef- it looks like an elephant trunk. It looks like someone's dick was made into an elephant. No, trunk. it's pretty. It looks like a flower. Um. Anyways, it's said that it's supposed to alleviate metal stenosis or urethra stricture, but um, I guess it's also a form of like body modification kind of crazy but like this is so, so much further than just piercing your dick and balls dude it's like cut you my split your dick open split my penis open dude cut my urethra off cut my urethra <laughs> off <laughs> this is my last resort <laughs> um okay so we we're talking about we we're talking a little bit about let me go back to my shit about um oh wait balls. actually uh one thing on on purling i just found out oh. uh it might have actually been dated. Not it, the Yakuza might have taken it from uh, ancient China or yeah, China. It originated maybe in Southeast Asia, but it was from the early 1400s. So yeah. I think this is an older tradition. I'm gonna look into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curling, we'll, man. And then we'll come back to you with some more information. Yeah, I'll be like, dude, my so, dick looks like Bowser. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's something interesting that I thought was kind of fun. So going back to these subgenital implants, so we talked about how the incision's made, and then it creates a pocket, you put the implant in it, and then they fucking suture you up, bro, mm-hmm. and 10 to 12 days you have the sutures removed, um, and then you're fine, and then it's just there. And as far as I can tell, it's it's somewhat permanent. Like, I, I hear people, like, their, their implants will just sort of, like, go down over time, but it sounds like something that you just like have forever, kind of like breast implants. Um, but well, stuff you can like get that, them. You can get them like well, size up or size down. Yeah, you can get them taken out. You can get them changed, but like <laughs> go to the doctor and be like, them, "Hey, if they're silicone, they can also fucking pop." So I mean, <laughs> do you think like someone goes to like the doctor's office and is like, "Hey, doc, I have a weird request. Uh, what what is it? Um, so I want one of my tits a D cup, but hear me out. Hear me out. I want the other one a B cup." Can you make them, like, uneven? Just, what? why? I think women just have that in general. I think... Yeah, yeah maybe it, it, if she got a breast implant, like, the one person listens to this as, as a breast implant, <laughs> as a white person with dreads, <laughs> as tribal tattoos. I'm just thinking, Dick like... Beads. <laughs> 
This person is awesome, by the way, because yeah. you are taking Thanks everything. Thanks for being the one and only listener to this episode, which absolutely is not going to get Daniel's podcast canceled because it's racially insensitive. It's not really racially insensitive. Um, oh, I no. Think, no, yeah, can, continue with the subdermal this. implant because um, I have a bunch of implants up yes, here. Yes, yes. So, um, okay. So, uh, but the tricky thing about this and the, I think the reason that people are sort of against this, too, is that they need to, obviously, they need to be done in a 100% sterile environment because you're literally cutting somebody's skin open and putting something like a foreign object into their body and so there's this huge risk of like infection um which i feel like a lot of people that are performing stuff like this are not like licensed professionals you don't go to your doctor and ask for this you go to some fucking guy who works at a tattoo shop or who works at a body piercing shop and is like yo i'll give you horns bro and you're like okay um please don't kill me wait i thought you have to go to actual surgeon, like plastic surgeon I mean, for the horns I mean, that would be ideal. Part. Yeah, it would be ideal. Um, but I'm sure that you could find people that would do it. But like a back alley a guy? Of, a lot of people don't. It's the same thing with people that go to other countries to get, like, butt implants, and then you turn out, like, turns out that they literally turns out you look like a freak them. afterwards. No, it literally kills them because they're getting them done. Because here's the thing. If you want to get butt implants or any type of, like, plastic surgery in this country, it's going to cost you a lot of fucking money. And so people are going out of the country to places like Mexico um, and getting them done for much cheaper, but they're being done people who don't have the fucking medical experience to do something like that they're getting infected or they're being done improperly and they're literally killing people people are literally dying which is so sad and i'm not gonna get into it but just talks about how fucking shitty our culture is that a woman would literally rather die from a butt implant than just be happy with the way she looks it's fucked up wasn't there an uh, on the dr seuss dr seuss episode (laughs) (laughs) do you love when dr seuss talks about butt implants No, they're on Dr. Phil. There was a, there was a, I think I was just passing by and watch, like, I think my mom was watching this. Walking past the Dr. Phil studio. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Anyways, <laughs> let's keep moving. Um, there was a lady who was like, I, her butt, she just wants her butt super huge. And then like, she oh, yeah. goes up sizes and sizes. Me too, bro. But I'm not fucking paying for implants. Well, we're all broke college kids. Fatter, so. dude. That's how you get a big butt. Ayo. <laughs> no, like she couldn't stop. She was like, oh, Dr. Phil, I'm addicted. Oh, yeah. To what? Getting my butt bigger. I mean, yeah, I think people, a lot of people like stuff like this has become an addiction because they're obsessed with looking a certain way. Like, that's why plastic surgery is literally the most lucrative business ever, and it's so fucked up and shitty, but you know. Um, Dude, like, uh, I think tattoos are kind of an addiction too because once you get one, you're like, fuck, I want another one. And here I am, like, eight tattoos later. I don't know. I don't think it's an addiction because I haven't you come gotten on. one in a year and I know but you that want I can't one. afford one. And so I think it, it becomes an addiction. When you have it, the money for it. <laughs> it becomes an addiction if it be, if it's like becomes hazardous to your health or like your life. You know, like it, something becomes an addiction where it literally, when it literally prevents you from doing your everyday tasks and stuff like that. So if I was like calling out of work to fucking get tattooed. I'm a, I'm a fucking tattoo man. Yeah. Like, for one. like Like that, then it would be a problem. I don't know. I, or if it was dangerous to my health. Okay, but... But I kept doing it. No, no, no. Picture this. Like my strange addiction. Like I ate rubber tires or something. Do you eat rubber tires? No, but there are people on that show that do. Really? That was an episode? Yeah, I, ate a f- I watched a woman eat literal rubber tire shavings, and in the same episode, there was a woman that ate the stuff from inside of a mattress. <gasps> There's a Djibouti dub about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to become a mattress. <laughs> you don't know nothing. <laughs> I won't go into it. If you're if you're Sorry, curious, dubs, don't sue us. Um, if you're curious about that episode, <laughs> that, just watch that one episode. It's my strange addictions. Uh, I want to be a mattress, and it'll. Be a mattress. Hey, give them more views. Yeah. But um, uh, I I think let's say you do have enough money to get a 
to get as many tattoos as you want, wouldn't you? You'd be like, uh, yeah, every week. Oh, fuck yeah, I would. Aha! Uh-huh. So but, you do have, so it's but like, it's, if it's I had a, a lot of money, I would do a lot of shit that people might think is irresponsible. Cocaine? No. I cool, would just good. fucking good answer. quit my job and get tattooed and... <laughs> Do eat, I actually eat food just with your toes like, just because you can. No, never. <laughs> Let's get back to this fucking um, what, implants. Um, I was actually looking up like different kinds of implants, and I want to talk about one specifically, but I'm just gonna go through the Stop list real quick. Stop looking at genital beating, bro. We get it. You want to get a fucking Bowser? Dude, penis. I want a Bowser dick, man. I Come on. But there is eyeball implants, which I'm gonna get into in a second, mm-hmm. and there's also face stapling. Mm. Uh, gen- Flesh yeah, stapling. What? Flesh stapling, flesh. What did I say? Face. Oops. <laughs> Staple your face to the other half. Um, magnetic implants. Oh, I have that on here. You I have, have that? that? Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that right now. Uh, horn implants, which mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about because mm-hmm. I have something of that. Scrotal, subdermal. You were just talking about mm-hmm. that. Surface piercings. Mm-hmm. A surface mm-hmm. piercing. It's a piercing that travels beneath the surface of the skin. Oh, it's essentially a subdermal. Uh, transdermal piercing. Transdermal. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the difference. So a transdermal implant is like the one that your friend had where she got her collarbones pierced and it tore out her fucking skin. That's a transdermal implant. Ah. Uh, a subdermal implant, the ones that I've been talking about, are ones that go completely underneath the skin. So like the silicone ones. A transdermal implant is made with something called a dermal punch, which creates a large initial hole in the body by removing a disc of skin. Um, and so that's what they use for transdermal implants, which is like, the best way I can explain it is like if you had like those little burrs that get stuck in your socks, um, if that was underneath your skin, um, well, and there way was to a little mic. bar. Oh, yeah, I clipped it. Stop. Um, <laughs> um, and then there was, like, a little piece that was outside of your skin, but it didn't come out because those burrs were preventing it from coming through the skin. Oh. But imagine if you tore that, then all those burrs are going to tear through your skin, too, which is why it's super painful. You see a lot of people with, like, the, the cheek ones that come out and they're just scars. Oh, yeah, people who have, people who get, like, their Dermals. dimples pierced will literally always have those holes in their face. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, that, I think that's true for a lot of facial piercings, but especially, um, especially ones like that. But, um... The tricky thing, too, is, like, as, as far as I can... I've never, obviously, had a fucking transdermal piercing um, or implant. Would you ever get one? No, I don't think so. But I, I think, too, like, your body almost always rejects them, which is why sometimes they they'll literally be chance. pushed out of people's skin. Yeah. Because your body's like, this is foreign, and we don't want this, and so bye. Yeah. Um, yeah. We so. Yeah, and but uh, one one thing I want to touch on quick before then we can move on to what you have to say. But there, uh, something I thought interesting in one of the articles that I was reading um, was there was a there was a, a student at the Berlin University of the Arts. Her name was Clara Jerkova, and she sort of like brainstormed this idea of a, a tattoos, a braille tattoos. So you know, braille is uh, for people that are deaf or can't otherwise hear, um, and people like what. What? What would you like to say? We can edit this. What would you like to say? Oh, what did I hear? What did I say? Deaf, deaf people. people. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to start that segment over. You can edit it. Okay, nope, so I'm one not. thing I want to get... Yes, please. One thing I want to get into before we move on, what do you have to say, is that uh, Clara Dracova, um, who was a student at the Berlin University of the Arts, came up with um, an idea for braille tattoos um so that people that were blind could um physically feel on another person's body like what their tattoo is that's awesome Um, 
But it's also, and it didn't get anywhere, like, they haven't done anything with it, but, like, it also do doesn't it. make sense, because people that are blind, like, they're gonna, and the part of it was, like, oh, they'll know who they're talking to, because they'll feel this person's arm, and they'll recognize they'll, their braille tattoo, and they'll say, oh, this is my friend Joseph, or whatever, but, like, they'll also hear their voice and recognize them, so, like, that doesn't, I mean, I, I guess if you were, if you were blind and deaf, then that would be really Well, that would also be, like, significant to you, being, like, oh, hey, my buddy uh, Bill yeah. happens to have like this special one. So if he feels like on his left arm, yeah. on his left like bicep, he's like, "Oh, Bill, where's your? Where's your... <gasps> You're not Bill." <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it, it didn't get anywhere. It ultimately didn't end up doing anything with it. And like part of it was because with these implants, like if you were to do individual circular implants to form like a word or name in Braille, like those will sometimes move on their own mm-hmm. and so it wouldn't stay in the same position that you maybe like intended it to and they're like well you could just get like a you know an implant that was like basically a, a square piece of paper essentially with like with circles that were already on it and then just get that whole thing implanted in you and then everybody was like what's Ouch. the point of this like it, you shouldn't you know it didn't I just something that I thought was interesting there was a person um, who got a star like implanted into their uh, forehead oh yeah I've seen people get like get the donut ones or the heart shaped ones Mm -hmm. Um, on their forehead like sailor moon yeah 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 forehead hands people get them all over the body you can get them i'm pretty sure almost anywhere you can get them on your butt cheek you can get them on amazon so that'd be nice that would be not great okay Um, so yeah i was just gonna say like you were talking about magnetic implants oh yeah i do have some information about that because that sounded like what go ahead uh, it's just, uh, you can get rare earth magnets implanted into your fingers. What? Um, and you can literally have, like, the control of magnets with your fingers, which is great, but I was reading an article about how some people get, like, weird side effects from it, like, their fingers and stuff or body will, like, tingle, and, like, they'll not feel super great. Um, it also just seems totally pointless to me, because, like, why would you want to have magnetic fingers? Because I'm Magneto at that point. But it's, like, it's not going to be strong enough to do anything. You would just have, like, fucking I would have magnets stuck to your goddamn fingers all the time. But I wouldn't lose a spoon when I'm it, eating soup. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think people have that problem. I don't think people lose spoons when they're eating soup. But Why not? It's fine. Because I do it because I'm like, oh, my spoon. People have brains. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I yeah, I don't see the point in that. But I guess I don't see the point in a lot of these. So What about horn implants? You, you said you had something on horn implants because I was going to talk something about oh, that. No, I just said that you could get horn implants. I don't have anything like on that. With horn implants, what did I put on my notes? Um, let me pull them back up. Nope, I lost them. It was okay, like, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, actually, with implants, I was going to talk about something called eye dying. It was okay. with tattoos. So can, people can get the... Well, where is it? Where is it? Let me just pull that up again. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I am the, the most unprofessional person ever. Shannon Larate, he's actually got his eye... The... The whites of your eye, eyeball. Um, ugh. He's got the whites of his eyeballs tattooed. Mm-hmm. And he says they look like little tiny blue cysts in, mm-hmm. in his eyeball, mm-hmm. but they still look they still look cool. I'm like, well, why? Some people get their eyes completely, like, redded out. Like, the whites of their eyes mm-hmm. are, like, a different color, like, red mm-hmm. or blue. Or some people get black, so their eyes are completely blacked out. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, Shannon, Shannon Larette. I think he's the founder of this this uh, idea of t- of tattoo, mm-hmm. and I haven't looked into this, but I heard from it today that you have to be awake for that. You don't get any anesthetic; you just go for it because there's no nerve endings on your on your eyes. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks, Nick. 
Thanks, Nick, for that information. Cause so, yes. would you ever do that? No, I wouldn't. I don't, like I said, I don't want facial Eyes. tattoos or eye tattoos. I'm perfectly happy getting pieces of art on my body that I can actually appreciate and look at. Well, you killed it then. But Sorry to say. There was also an, uh, another thing that you can do with your eyes. It's called eye jeweling. Mm. And, man, I'm gonna. I wanted to show you a picture of it real quick. Basically, eye jeweling was was created from um, created by an institution in. Yeah, dude, I suck at this. I have all the for. Oh, it's in the Netherlands. Can you edit this out? Yeah, no, no, I'm just gonna keep it all in. No. Why the fuck not? Because oh my god, I've said so much fucking problematic shit Dory, in Dory. this episode, dude. I said that fucking braille was for deaf people, and Nick was like, "God, you're an idiot." <laughs> Show business, girl. Yeah. Show business. But so there's a procedure is completely legal in the Netherlands where you can get a piece of name, a, a, like a name a stone that you can think of, peridot, emerald, root. I've seen a, a person in real life who has a sapphire. Uh, implanted in their eye, so their eye, the iris of their eye is completely like uh, it looks like a jewel. Mm. I'm like, wow, that's, that's cool, awesome. but also terrifying. Your yeah, eyes are, your eyes are so important. It's like, why would you want to fuck with them? Like, if you have great vision, why would you like fuck do anything up. that could fuck them up? You know, scary. I mean, it'd be kind of cool if you were like blind and you did that, and then you had like you were blind and you had like sort of glassy eyes, yeah. but then you had like a jewel in them. That'd be kind of fucking sick. Oh, you'd be like a little pirate guy. When you take off your like, eye patch, you're like, look at my eye. I don't think blind people wear eye patches. I didn't hear you say blind people, <laughs> so. I mean, maybe they do. Do we have, if we got blind people that listen to this it's show, like the tell one, us you an eye patch. It's the one listener that has <laughs> an eye patches. Uh, he's got It's like an eye tattoo. patch, but it's like for both your eyes, so it's just like a long strip that you wear over but your But it's okay. He's, he's a white guy with dreads, so what yeah, does it matter? So we don't fucking care about your feelings. <laughs> um, no, I want to, because I want to kind of jump back. We've been, we talked like pretty, about pretty modern uh, forms of body modification, and I'm like really interested in these more like traditional styles. I haven't even finished my point about oh, okay. eye jeweling. Okay. I was just going to say, uh, <laughs> it was developed It was developed in the Netherlands. It started in 2002. It was designed by the Netherlands Institute of Innovative Ocular Surgery, and they, they deemed it, uh, they patented the name Jewel Eye. That's all I wanted to say, wow. but you were just going to keep going on it, so I was like, all right, what fuck me. What a unique name, Jewel Eye. You want to just, all right, well, I'll go fuck myself then, it's cool. No, I'm not saying that about you, I'm just saying that like, you can come up with a better name for their fucking company. I, That's all. All right. Sorry, Jewel Hot takes, hot takes. <laughs> it's full of hot takes, it's full <laughs> of hot takes. Nick doesn't think white people with dreads are racist. Um. <laughs> let, us know, let us know it however you're going to comment. Is yeah, it's going gonna, gonna to offend somebody either way if we say some people that people would have dreads white people with dreads are racist people are gonna be like that's offensive because there are cultures that consist of white people that had dreadlocks and i understand that and that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that modern hippie white people that have dreads because they don't wash their hair that's racist but why is that racist? they're just being they're just dirty they're just being dirty hippies anyways i'm not gonna get into this right now um hot takes everybody hot takes hot takes i'm gonna lose my job um if this gets out um that's why i said to use a a freaking different name my name is nicole i live in ball sacramento and um i am an erotic dancer (laughs) damn girl Um, okay i want to talk about foot binding because i found so much information about this and i've also read so many stories about this um and it's really fucked up it's pretty crazy so if you guys don't know what foot binding is um it is a 
Chinese, tra- I don't know if tradition is the right, is the right word, but like a Chinese custom um, that women used to do, used to and also sometimes still do, even though it's becoming much less popular, Quote unquote. Um, where they will literally wrap all of their toes, except for the big one, and fold it under their foot. And, like, it completely breaks, like, all of their toes. It yeah. completely changes the shape of their feet. Um, and so they wrap their tight their feet super tight. And then by the end of the foot binding process, like, their feet are only a few inches long. Because there was, like, this weird fetish that men used to have. Where, like, little feet. Little feet were, like, super feminine and attractive. To the point where women were literally breaking their toes to like pursue it and so they there's a there's this term called lotus feet which is like what people with who have binded feet like call them um and it basically like or originates from a story of a um of a person named i'm gonna totally butcher this so i apologize pan yuyu who was a consort of southern um emperor Zhao. Baozhan, who had very delicate feet. She danced barefoot. It's a story. She danced barefoot on the floor for him, and the floor was covered with golden lotus flowers. And wow. So now the term lotus feet is used because, uh, supposedly because of that story. So. No, families would praise their their uh, the, the person who's going through the, through the yeah. foot binding process. Families would be like, we are, we love you. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. You're going to bring great honor. Like, yeah. they would give, like, you know, people would give money just to be like, I want... I want your daughter as my wife. I'll give you however much money you want. She has the perfect feet. I will jerk off all over those feet. Yeah. No, dude. It was people with size 8 feet. Did you rub the mic? No. Cool. Uh, <laughs> people with size 8 uh, shoe size, mm-hmm. when they finished with the foot binding process, it would be like a size 3 at that at that They'd point. Be, yeah, they literally got them down to just fucking inches long. So. And people would have trouble walking. People would yeah, have, it like... it would literally cause them lifelong disabilities. It's not... It's, like, not something that people... Literally, the ideal length for a bound foot was four inches in Western Jesus Christ. Can you imagine having a foot that was four... It's insane. And it was... At, at I could imagine it. In the I could 19th imagine it. century... 50% of all Chinese women had bound feet. That means 50% of Chinese women were breaking their fucking feet for the sake of finding a husband because husbands thought it was erotic. And it, it, it symbolized their frailty. Um, it's just crazy to me. It's so crazy. And, like, I don't... This isn't me, like, shitting on another person's culture because I clearly don't understand it. I didn't grow up in China. I didn't grow up in that time. But it's more just me looking at it from, like, a feminist viewpoint, being like, women did that because men found it attractive. Like, how fucked up is that? And you should see, you can literally Google search, like, lotus feet, sho- lotus feet shoes. And you'll see how tiny these shoes are that these women wore. Like, it's just crazy. And so, you know, it, it, it just... It, part of it, too, was, like, it was this avenue for poor women to be able to marry into money. Because if a poor Chinese woman wanted to marry into a rich family, she could bind her feet and then therefore be considered more attractive and have more of a reason for people to think. I'm looking at the shoes right now. They're so small. These look, these shoes look like they were made for dolls. Like, it's scary. So these are the actual, this is supposedly an antique uh, lotus shoe. Yeah. And so, and these and, look like kid shoes you get at Payless. Yeah, they're they're really it's pretty it's pretty strange. Wow. But, um, and so, in in 1912, the Republic of China, uh, the government of the Republic of China, technically banned foot binding, but there are still women um, alive to this day that 
have bound feet and have to deal with that for the rest of their life. Like, think about not only the pain does it cause your feet. That's like, you know, you're having to walk on these. So your back and your shoulders and everything that carries your body is just getting totally screwed because because of this. And there's a really, it's just really interesting to hear. I We read something, and I can't remember the name of it because I sound like an idiot, but um, read a story about, like, a, a, a woman who's who had to go through this and, like, how her family totally, like... It's yeah, actually from this picture. Yeah, totally in- encouraged it. And the whole time she was like, why am I doing this? Like, what is the point of this? Yeah. Um, I Let me let me jump in real quick. Scary. This person has a dent in their, their foot where they're the... What is it called? The, 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 the arch? F- the arch of the foot would be. It's now a complete dent into this person's foot just to fit into these people's feet. You The toe, you can see where the toes are all broken in. It looks like... Your index, middle, ring, and pinky toes are hugging the other side of your big toe. It's wow. Yeah, it's These pretty peop- crazy. But wow. I mean, stuff like that, like stuff like this, like the and it, like I said, it, we border talking about this. We we almost border on like the line of being culturally insensitive because it's it's something that as shitty as it it is, people did it out like they did it what's the word willingly like they did this because it was part of the culture they did it because they felt like they had to to get a husband and it's just like i don't know it, it's just interesting and it, it i don't even i, Wait, I don't but, even really know if you can consider it like i mean yes it's a body modification but like it's it's done for a totally different reason let me jump in real quick it's easy for us to say because we're, we live here in the mm-hmm. united states mm-hmm. obviously if we go there your your voice probably like dies out quickly because well, yeah. it doesn't matter what I have to say because I'm not part of that culture. It's just yeah, it's just crazy for us to to look at it and think like wow this is really fucked up. Yeah, and it was totally normal for them for centuries. Oh, it man. literally the note that I have here says it originated and it Origeri- originated <gasps> around the time. <laughs> what it originated? <laughs> Stop. We're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> oh my god! I just took a Scooby Doo voice. I wasn't being racist. Oh okay. Originated around the time of the 10th century, just before the Song Dynasty. So just some historical information for you. Um, yeah, just crazy. But I do. I do want to talk more because I have so much information about like traditional body modification. Um, and I just think it's interesting to compare it to what we consider body modification today. How about this? Why don't we just make the next part a part two no. to this episode? Yeah, why not? Because you have a lot of history. You want to go from the the old to the new. So why don't we just go through the one the through the um through the topics that we have today, and then we can just make that a part two for doing like new versus old or old versus new. Why not? Um, do you guys want to have uh, Nicole back on the podcast? No. How about we do this? <laughs> I guess we, not that. We film the whole thing and like how, how last podcast does. Love you guys. You'll literally probably never hear this, but I love you so much. Um, do like a part one and then a part two. So like That's exactly what I was talking about. But are we filming the part two right now? Way to ruin the illusion. <laughs> God, this is so hard. It's no, so weird. We got this, man. We got this. I'll, I'll Hey, editor out there. Um... Can you edit in a, a bus sound? Just Busted. because I... Thank you, editor. We got this. <laughs> All right, well, let me jump on something real quick because I just want to get through... Uh, I just want to get through for whatever time we got. Um, I'll just jump in real quick because we only got like a few minutes left. There is a body modification called 
uh, well, it's not called anything. It's called saline injection. It's when someone sticks a, a needle full of saline water into a body part and have it expand. Apparently, this is popular in, in Japan for the, with the rave kids. So, just go into any club and you see like a dude looking like the Elephant Man walking up to you, being like, "Hey, want a date? Want to dance? You have you seen it? No, I haven't. I'm- oh, oh, I actually got it up, bro. Uh, no, I don't got it up because I'm really unprofessional. But yeah, saline injections a thing. Horn implant is something else that's very surprising to me. Um, people would actually get the get silicone molded into the shape that they want to uh get it i don't i think it does protrude out the skin or there is the what do you call it subdermal when they're like below the skin mm-hmm. so they get subdermals uh uh in, i talked about that i know i wasn't paying attention because <laughs> you know this ganja is very good i feel it mr Krabs. um they get the implant subdermally i guess that's the term for it into their fucking forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's... It's insane to me. Look, this guy. We talked about this. I know, but it's just... <laughs> I just wanted to touch on horn implants. To see again. Okay, well... We just did it already, Love so... Horns. Love horns. Oh, so he's also horny. got his, his eyes, his eyes uh, inked out, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right, and then the last thing I wanted to touch on, and I'll just let... Whoa! That's just a oh, condom, a dude. It's <laughs> a, a fucking condom. That's a condom. That's a condom, You've dude. You've never seen a condom in your goddamn life. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still a virgin. Condom. Sorry, guys. Sorry, ladies out there. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, ladies, that I'm a virgin. <laughs> I have no, I have no experience. experience, dude. How do you pee? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> there's the last thing I wanted to get into... <laughs> what? Why would being a virgin mean that you didn't know how to urinate? Because you don't use it, so you lose it. <laughs> You're here first, ladies and gentlemen. If you hot takes, if everybody. You ever pee? You can't be considered a virgin. So congratulations to literally everybody for not being a virgin. I am the only virgin in this entire being world. Being a virgin and virginity is a social construct, so just like a little hot take there for you. So that's a real hot take from you? Yeah, being virginity is bullshit, bro. I'm still a virgin. How do you even define virginity? If you consider it having penis and vagina sex, then you're just saying that everybody that's queer is a virgin. All right. <laughs> I, dude, we're running out of time. <laughs> um, no time for Nicole's hot take. <laughs> so I wanted to go into ear shaping a, a form of ear shaping is called elfing. Mm-hmm. It's when you actually elongate the tip of your the top tip of your ear and make it pointed. You can you you can do that by uh, I f- you can get it by cutting like parts of your earlobe or your bottom ear off and then using that skin to elongate your ears. Some people have done it and okay, but, okay this is the one person that I want to address out there in the audience it's probably that one the same guy with a tribal tattoo and everything mm-hmm. if you have your ears tattooed like an elf you're a fucking badass dude these look awesome um dale's just saying that because he wants to have sex with an elf yeah because i'm a virgin theory. i mean you could probably get an elf from the small santa that you could have sex with if you wanted to Sorry, sorry, elf with a with a, a no, very burly. I think they're fun. I think they're cute. They're fun. You think the elf? But they're also like a total fetish. Like I think that's why people like them is because people elves, have, like, or like crop or <laughs> cropped cropped ears. <laughs> the elf thing. People want to have sex with like fairy tale characters. Who doesn't? It's called hentai. That's not what hentai. Is Hot take. Anymore. Hentai is tentacle porn. Let's move on. So, the way you can do, uh, you can have your ear shaped is through amputation, which 
kind of it's kind of self-explanatory. Yep, yep. Cropping, which a lot of people do with their animals, and yeah, humans can get it done too. It. Don't crop your dog's ears, you pieces of fucking shit. Oh god, Anyways, you're, you're just an going. angry person today, huh? Don't. It's fucking stupid. It's literally cosmetic. You can cut your ears, like the earlobes, off to make your um, what is it called? Earlobe. Yeah, it's called the earlobe. Cut them off, boys. <laughs> Cut them off, boys. Uh, pointing, which is, that's what it's called, elfing. That's another way uh, of, of doing that. And that's all I wanted to talk about. I, was, I wanted to talk about the, el- like, elfing, saline. Oh, teeth sharpening, but that's from the old. I, I'm going to save the, the, the teeth sharpening for old and new. Sounds good. Now you guys have something to look forward to if this episode didn't make you throw up in your pants. It's the one person with horn tattoos, elfed horn ears. Horn tattoos. Uh, I got the tribal horny tattoo. tattooed on my fucking butt cheek. Does that count? It doesn't. You need another one? I don't one? have that tattoo. I don't have any words tattooed on my body at all, actually. Except for the word horny tattooed on my asshole. <laughs> butt cheek. <laughs> Alright. We're just We're just gonna end the episode there. If you like to hear more about us, we are on silvertongueaudio.org. Uh, I do wanna just say that this episode was sponsored by um, Loot Crate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. Wait, the funny thing is Loot Crate's going out of business. <laughs> Take it away, editor. Silver Tongue Audio.